This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Because right now it's time to talk some rugby, and super rugby is what we want to talk as Moana Pacifica, well, have been dealt a huge blow heading into the super rugby uh, competition, Pacific competition. Um, it's been a tough old uh, grind for them over the last couple of weeks. Uh, heading down to Queenstown and then finding that they've got a few few COVID cases in the environment. Uh, the team has had to isolate. They had to forfeit last week's game against the Blues. And then this week has been pushed out two days to allow them time to uh, prepare for this Sunday's match against the Chiefs, the high-flying Chiefs. So it doesn't get any easier. Uh, Aaron Major, it's been a tough start for him and the team. They've got to Wednesday to prepare and show that they are physically fit to perform on Sunday. So it's a tough ask for our Moana Pacifica team and a proud Pacific Islander from Tonga as well. I hope his family over in Tonga are doing okay. Is Peter Alatini and he has kindly joined us on the show this morning to share some little insights from the outside looking in and how Moana Pacifica are going at the moment. Morning, Peter. How are you, brother? Morning, Izzy, mate. All good, brother. All good. Great to have you on the show, my mate. What have you been up to? Oh, you know, you know, the life of a of a life after rugby player, mate, just my heart and, and making sure that the kids kids are all uh, uh, well fed and and getting through their their lives. But uh, no, just just um, doing the usual, mate, and, and just uh, enjoying enjoying life as it goes, bro. Man, awesome, awesome. We're good. We're joined by Baz McCullum, bro. He's, uh, I'm sure he's chomping at the bit to, to flick your question, mate. Um, quickly, just how, how excited, like obviously before the, the campaign and what's happened of late with Moana Pacifica, but for you as a proud Pacific Islander, mate, how proud and excited were you for this opportunity that the Pacific Island players have got to showcase on the big stage within Super Rugby? You must be pretty excited, bud. Yeah, mate. Look, it's it's been a long time uh, in the waiting ranks for for the boys. Um, I think being involved mm. with Tonga in 2018 and, and off to the World Cup in 2019, I suppose that really ignited, um, you know, the want to have a team. It was kind of time that we had a Pacifica team uh, amongst Super Rugby, mm. um, and and to finally see it come to fruition. And, and I was talking last night um, with Sir Biji. 
um, on the show just just how um, you know you know he said 25, 26 years he'd been waiting for something like this to happen. But unfortunately, as mm. we wait, we're still waiting <laughs> to go through more challenges, <laughs> um, waiting for their first game. So I really do feel for the team, but I know there'll be still. Um, I think the excitement is still there and, and hoping that they all get through um, to, to play in this game on Sunday. Mm. Hey, Peter, it's Baz here, mate. Hey, um, you, you've made a, a lot of footy over your career. How much would it have meant to you to have had an opportunity to play for you know, a team which really represents the Pacific Islands during your time? Honestly, Baz, look, I, I, um, I was keen. I went to Japan for a couple of years and after I kind of finished up my contract with Santori, there was an opportunity to come back. Um, and having, a, if there was a Pacifica team, I would have been chomping the bits to be part of it. But um, um, it's exciting. It's, it's another pathway for our kids, um, for a, a young generation coming through, um, you know, if, if I'm looking from the bottom up. But just so exciting. And, and, and what better to be amongst the, the super rugby teams Aotearoa to, to really uh, play against and, and really test yourself as, as a player kind of um, in amongst the best uh, and a tough competition, but I, I find the best learnings amongst that uh, environment, and and it's just so awesome that these guys get an opportunity to do so going forward. Mm. You do quite a bit of work within the community in that as well. Do you think having um, a team such as Moana Pacifica gives a real sort of shop window, something that is real sort of it's more tangible for? Pacific Island people to really look at and say, right, that's where I want to get to. I know I can get there. These guys are, are out there doing it for us. And it sort of just allows a little bit more, sort of, uh, it makes it real. Do you think that's... Yep. Oh, that's to- more- totally, yeah. Uh, look, it's, it's, it's been a long, like I said, it's been a long time coming. And, and the beauty around it, and, and I suppose what we've got to be sharper at is, um, and, and also one Pacific is how do we build it from the bottom up? So what what is next in the ranks? How do we get our kids to understand that this is a genuine pathway because we, um, what we need to do, I suppose, is really work hard and, and how do we um, build development paths for, for the kids and seeing that, that, that Moana Pacifica and actually playing and, and having an opportunity to play for either Tonga, Samoa, Fiji, Rautonga, you know, whatever teams that are available internationally um, is, is viable and, and, and be meaningful for them and, and, and Moana Pacifica puts that for us but I think that there's a real good challenge amongst the rest is to see how we can in the community how do we build this pathway properly for our kids coming through because um i i see in the school space and and, and all and even in the club space there's, there's so much uh so many pacific talent and unfortunately once you know if some of them if, if the pathway is, is is not through new zealand and they don't see that then they just fall off the game which is a real shame and there's there's a, and there's a whole heap of talent pool that that has gone away from the game just because they didn't see anything else so I'm hoping that that's, that's what Moana Pacifica can do for our community going forward. Hey, mate, what, what can we do as as a community, as a public, um, you know, what can we do to, to ensure that Moana Pacifica, not only just Moana Pacifica, Fiji and Drua, have the best opportunity to succeed in this competition? Because in all honesty, it's going to be a tough ask. They are playing the some of the best players in the world and they're, they're backs against the wall and it's a tough ask for Moana Pacifica already with the delays to the Super Rugby competition, but what can we do, or, or New Zealand Rugby do, to ensure that they this is a successful um, campaign for these new teams? Look, I think the, the biggest thing at the moment is, I suppose it, it always comes down to resources, uh, Izzy, you know, and that's, that's mm. been always the battle for, 
for Pasifika. And, and the, the quicker, I suppose, Pasifika and New Zealand rugby will do their best. But the truth is, we need a, we need someone to really inject uh, some some resources and when I say resources, some money into the franchise to to, to kind of be a standalone. And then there's a, there's mm. a big part and and how can we include and this is Drew as well. Uh, and Aussie have done it well with being involved in the NPC. Is there a pathway for kids outside um, coming up schoolways um, in the 20s comp that's coming up, that, that they've been playing um, with the franchises? Is there an opportunity there to, to have them want a Pacifica 20s? Um, is there uh, another pathway coming from provincial that, that the Moana Pacifica um, kind of kids that, that are keen to play there, even if it's heartening, but they're getting exposure to, to, to good hard rugby um, and prepping them into um, into these pathways going forward. And I think that's probably the best way we can do it. And, and, and then I'll, I'll, the other side is, you know, our home unions in terms of our Pacifica unions being able to, you know, I think Fiji sets the standard, but some more Tonga mm. um, and the rest of, of our Pacifica nations, how can we um, really uh, hone in, in, into our capabilities and governance and all these nations to keep supporting um, these pathways going forth. But I think that's where the big big areas that we can really up in is, is creating these other things so we get some sustainability um, for the Moana Pacific. Because we know we've got to have good patience with our, uh, mm. our flagship team. I mean, it took Hagawaris a long time before they became powerful, and so they were all Argentinian internationals, you know. So, so the ask yeah. is hard, but I think the challenge is, is there. But how, how do we can kind of sustain it with with some injections, but also some governance and some pathways in, in below going uh, around our kids. Yeah, I don't think we could have too high expectations on, on them to come out and, and win the competition. It's going to be a long, long process. Hey, I've, mm. I've loved the. I've been I've been following them on the social media and the kind of unity within the mm. environment. You've got Maoris, you've got you know uh, Fiji and. Uh, uh, Samoans and then you got the Tongans all coming together and, and creating a lot of unity and it looks great you know, and they look like they've got a pretty good environment at the moment. You spoke about the unions. Is there unity within the unions, like with within the Samoans uh, rugby union, the Tongan rugby union? Are they are they still are they connected and and, and one in this whole um, thing? Because without them showing unity, then they can't really move forward. I feel. Oh, I think there's been there's definitely there's still work to be done and and kind of I think once. They mm. kick off and, and get going. I think at the beginning it's been tough to really connect as such, but I know that there's been good chats between the CEs and, and also the coaches between uh, KFs and, and Lala and, and any other involvement around players going forth, just to to make sure there's a good balance across. So, and I think that the more um, once the conflict's going and the boys are on, I think those discussions will become. Uh, more consistent and, and going forward, and and, um, and then mm. that's that's the biggest one aligning the unions. I think coaches are one thing is just making sure the unions are on the same um, alignment, so, so that that both do get the best out of it going forward, especially into the international windows. And knowing that World Cup is next year, um, you know that there'd be some some big work to be done in there. Mm. What about you, mate? What um, what's your sort of involvement in footy these days? And I know you're a, you're a big family man. You've got your whanos certainly growing as well, and uh, they're probably all off doing their own things too. But what what's uh, <laughs> what are you up to these days? <laughs> yeah, so so I, I finished up the Pakuranga, uh last year, beginning of last year, after eight years as director of rugby and coaching, and pretty much just turned to the biggest part of that was just a new challenge, um, freshen up outside of footy, but. My young fellas, uh, 
the youngest one is in his last couple of years of school. So he's he was year 12 last year and year 13. And I wanted to follow his footy um, with Kings. And he's, he's at first 15. So it was, it was nice to really just not be committed to anything and concentrate on just supporting um, him through his, 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 his final years. So that's been the big part. And then I've got a role at the Cause Collective, which is a social change organisation working in community. Um, and, and, and kind of, uh, that's been a real cool uh, change from, from rugby, but heaps of transferable stuff, kind of going back into working with our Pacifica Māori people in South Auckland. So um, so that's, that's, that's been keeping me fresh, but uh, it's been nice to just be on the outside of the, the cusp and, and, um, and just kind of supporting the young fellow as he goes through his last year at school. Has he got a little bit of the old man's, you know, speed, a little bit of the acceleration off the mark as well? <laughs> he's got, he's got definitely better speed and, and better footwork than the old man, so, so that's good. Um, oh, that's, that's no, have a better so, voice so. than the old man, eh? <laughs> we have a better voice than the yeah, old man. He's got better fast moves as well, is he? <laughs> <laughs> he's got better everything, mate. <laughs> we just—that's all we do, mate. We only, we only keep, we only keep it up, but brother, they, they tend to take it to a different level, so. I'm happy with that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh these kids, yeah. man, they're they lucky they are, I tell you. Bro, my big, big greatest memory of you, mate, was the game of the century. Game of the century, 2000. <laughs> Wallabies v. ABs, when we flew out and you scored that try. I think it was Marshy. Did he throw that ball over his head to you? That was uh, Jonah. Marshy still gives me heaps about it because he says it was his try. Oh, yeah, Jonah threw it over, threw it over yeah. and Marshy was... Yeah, threw it yeah, over and it went over his head. <laughs> but I keep telling Marshy, you never made the line, mate. Jim, Jim Williams would have caught you, bro. So, so it's better it came to me. And he still gives me stick about it. But, uh, yeah, it was awesome, mate. Look, those memories of that will last forever and, and playing that and just so fortunate to be part of, part of that group at the time. Yeah, Marshy was in top flight and there's one gear that he's got, eh? <laughs> Top he was already in top gear, mate. You need another yeah. extra gear to get to the skyline. He knows that full well, mate. Oh, mate. Oh, those smart halfbacks, eh? They make up for it with their anticipation, but really, they've only got one gear. Reminds me of Andy Ellis. Anyway, brother, we'll, we'll let you go. We'll let you go. We really appreciate your time on the show. Pita Latini, absolute champion. Uh, in the Pacific yeah, community. Lo- we love what you're doing for the Pacific community as well, bro, so um, keep it up. Thank you so much, boys, and uh, love chatting to you. Thanks. There he is, Pita Alatini, absolute champion. Wow. Yeah, good banter at the end, mate. Uh, I wonder if you remember that? You remember that game of the game of century? When yeah, he's I remember that. It over Marshy's yeah. head. Yeah, Marshy would have got chopped down right oh, before mate, the I used and, to... I used to love watching Peter Alatini play because obviously he was um, towards the, my end of school years. I was down and yeah. obviously grew up in Dunedin, so I'm a massive Highlanders fan, and he was playing down there at that time. Um, and it was when he was really ripping it up too, so I used to love watching him play. And, um, yeah, I used to... Because in Dunedin, yeah. you'd run Little into feet, people hey. all the time, you know, small town. Oh, he's... One little right foot step. But he never changed pace, eh? Like, he just kept the same yeah. pace. It was fast and just happened to be able to shift directions. It was like, ah, oh, that was awesome. Anyway, that was Peter Alatini. It's awesome that he's, done, he's you know, coming in. in the game. Oh, and I, was, I was just going to say, uh, it's, it's funny you talk about the halfbacks there. Because, uh, yeah, Marshy, he, the one gear with the legs, but about five <laughs> gears with the mouth. 
Is that that's just a oh, halfback yeah. thing, right? <laughs> Mate, what is it? What is it? We'll touch on that very shortly. What is it about halfbacks and their big wahas, mate? Honestly, they just can't stop <laughs> yapping. Like the worst of the worst? Aaron Smith. Aaron Smith. Maybe we'll talk about that. Big mouth. Now, we're going to catch up with Paul and Whitey very shortly. We'll be back. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.